why I'm talking about this. So here's the deal. I super, um, I love preaching. I love preaching on Jesus uh, because <laughs> Jesus does all the work for me, right? Like he just, he tells the story, right? Like, and he's pretty self-explanatory. And then when he talks in uh, parables, which are his like stories, then he like later then explains them, right? So um, Jesus is like the easiest to preach on because he's pretty clear. I'm a pretty big fan. Pretty big fan of Jesus. Um, I hope you are too. So we're in Mark. We're continuing in Mark. Um, I'm going to let you know that this is going to be a short sermon. Um, so let's think of it more as a devotional thought on the Jesus <laughs> because, you know, I found out last night. So, all right. <laughs> so let's, uh, Let's break down the scripture for you guys. So uh, now he was going out on the road and one man came running and knelt before him. Wow. I didn't do this, guys. Jonathan totally did this for me. Oh, he's the best. All right. Uh, Ran up and knelt before him and asked him, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? So I like this chunk. Oh, I don't have to. Oh, sorry, guys. It's all right. Uh, so, uh, I like this chunk of scripture cause it is giving us some backstory. So, uh, we have books, different books of the Bible. If you're not familiar, there are, um, Old Testament, New Testament, and then it's broken down like prophecy and the, all those kind of books, right? Poetry that, okay. So gospels, gospels are the four books, the four first books in the New Testament, and they're about Jesus's life. So often when we are reading stories in Mark, we will also find it in Matthew. So we have some context um, from this telling the story, but it also happens the synoptic gospels are the gospels that match up. So Matthew, this story also happens in Matthew, and it happens in Luke. It's in Matthew 19 and Luke 18. Um, So we learn a little bit from this first chunk. So we learn that there was a rich young man, right? Um, so that comes to us kind of at the, uh, end and in Luke, it tells us that he was also a ruler. So he's probably like a pretty important person because a lot of people didn't have money. So he comes running up to Jesus. So he had some great things in mind, right? Comes running up to Jesus. Uh, he had questions in his own life, right? And he knew, who to go up to. And so he runs up to Jesus and says, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And then Jesus responds, which I'm hoping is on the next slide. Beautiful. And Jesus says to him, why do you call me good? No one except, no one is good except God alone. And so one thing we learn, and it's kind of subtle, is the young man doesn't then correct himself. He doesn't say, oh, well, sorry, man. What must I inherit? He stands by his statement after Jesus says, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. Um, So Jesus says that. So then he says, you know the commandments, obviously. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud and honor your father and your mother. So the rich young ruler then says, Teacher, I have done all of these things, and I have kept them from my youth. 
So this man is well-versed in scripture. He knows what the scripture says. He knows what he's supposed to do to inherit eternal life. But he knows something's missing. And he knows that Jesus is the one who has the answer. So he asks him. He also is eager to meet Jesus. He came running to meet Jesus. And he also comes before him humbly. He came running and knelt before him and asked. He possesses outstanding moral character. When Jesus says to him, but if you want to enter into life, keep these commandments. Okay? So the rich and ruler then says, I have followed these. I have kept these from my youth. So he realizes that he has tools. He has the tools to use, but there's still something lacking in his life. So he's honest with Jesus. He's like, listen, I'm doing all these things. I know this is what the scripture says, but I still want to make sure. Um, I still want to make sure, right? Because people are concerned. They're concerned with forever, right? I think we all are. That's why we're here. Um, so it's something we do in our own lives, right? We realize that we're trying to live good lives, right? We're trying to do what was right. Um, but sooner or later, we all come to this point where we realize we can't do it ourselves, right? There's something missing. There's something we can't do. And I know in my life, when I am hitting a wall, and when I am hitting all these struggles, and when the hits keep coming, I fall to my knees, and I ask Jesus, hey, what can I do? What's missing? I feel like I'm following all these rules. I feel like I'm striving to be my best version of myself, but what else can I do? And at that point in our life, Jesus usually challenges us, because as much as we try, we are sinful, right? There are sins in our lives. And so it's usually at this point that Jesus then uh, points something out to us, something that either we have chosen not to see or that we are unaware of that is some form of a sin. And so, you know, we can try and try and try, but uh, we're going to fail. So that's what Jesus does. He's pretty similar, right? Your lives, our lives, Bible lives, right? <laughs> solid. Jesus is that kind of solid kind of person, right? So, so he approaches this rich young man the same as he does with us. He calls us out on our sin, right? When we are in this place of repentance and asking for guidance, and uh, he says to this young man, What? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. Can I use that one instead? Okay. Okay. Is that better? As long as I, here, this is why I need, this is why I need Britney Spears' mic. It's just right there. I don't have to do anything. Let's put that in the budget. Bye, 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 bye. Sorry. Okay, back to the Jesus. Okay. So, 
And now we're understanding why I don't preach as much. Now we're understanding we're getting there. All right. So we are living our lives. We're trying to strive to do what Jesus wants us to do. We are following the commands as much as we know them. And we come and we ask Jesus. And then he lets us know what else we need to do. So we're going to go to the next scripture. That says, and Jesus looking at him loved him and said, you lack one thing. Go sell all that you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. So here's the thing about Jesus is he knows the sins in our lives. So even when we're striving, even when we're striving to do the best we can, right? When we are trying to have God's heart in mind, we're often failing in other areas. And Jesus looks at us and loves us and lets us know the one other thing that's lacking. It's hard because we don't like to talk about sin and consequences and God's, you know, discipline, essentially, right? But we compare it a lot to parents disciplining their children, right? Like, when our kids are doing bad things, and I say our kids because although I don't have biological children, there are many children in my life who I love and have to correct. We look at our kids, and we love them. And we know that calling them out on this thing might hurt them, right? It might hurt their feelings. It might embarrass them when you have to correct kids in front of other kids, right? But we're looking at them with love to correct them, to get them a better life. <laughs> There's a joke. So my, my niece and nephew, in their therapy sessions later in life, will have this story to tell. And I was watching them when we were in Bellingham. And uh, my nephew is being a punk. Who knows why, but he was. He was just being super naughty. And I remember I had to put him in timeout for something, and he was so mad at me. Oh, you parents know. You know that look. We have to put your kids in timeout, and they're not having it. And he was so mad at me. And I remember he said, I can't remember what very choice words he decided to use with me as a four-year-old in timeout. But I turned to him and I said, I am putting you in timeout now because I don't want you to end up in prison later. <laughs> so when they go to therapy, they can tell that story because that's the real thing, right? We discipline our children to live the, give them better lives later, right? You got to follow the rules or there will be consequences. And then if you don't, there are bad consequences. So Jesus looks at him looking at him, loved him, and said to him, you lack one thing, go sell all that you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. So the final verse is, disheartened by the saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. So he knew, this rich young ruler, knew that he wouldn't be able to give it up. He knew that was the final straw, and he went away sad. There are things 
in all of our lives that keep us from accepting Christ. And all of them are sinful things. Now, not all of them were intended to be sinful. It is not a sin to have a lot of money. It's not a sin. But putting that money before Christ is. It is not a sin to have hobbies like watching football or fixing cars or scrapbooking. Hobbies are good things. But when you start putting them in front of Christ, they then become a sin. If you don't go to church during football season, that's when it becomes a sinful behavior. If you stop going to church because you have a scrapbooking club that means at the same time, (laughs) that would be a sin. If you choose to binge watch Netflix instead of reading your Bible, like all the time, not just like sometimes, guys. you got to be able to binge. <laughs> that becomes a sin, right? So the fact that this rich man um, doesn't want to give it up, I think all of us have a, well, I think I have a hard time with this sometimes because I ain't got all that money, right? That is not a problem for me, right? Like I don't, all right, Jesus, sounds good. Uh, the verse that is around this passage then talks about how, like, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to get into heaven. And I'm like, hmm, non-applicable. <laughs> that is not a problem for me. But it brings us to the thought of the commandment of you shall have no other gods before me, right? It brings us back to um, that commandment. And it really just becomes idolatry. And so for this young man, it was money. For others, it might be a love of what's in the world, right? Stuff. People have so much stuff, right? There's just so much stuff. People, I'm included in that people statement. Every time we move, every time we move, as I'm packing up, I'm like, we don't need this much stuff. As I'm unpacking, we don't need this much stuff. We've been married for 11 years, and I'm pretty sure we've lived in like eight places or something. It's insane. And every time, right, you just accumulate stuff. But when that stuff becomes more important than God, it becomes a problem. Sometimes it's not things, right? Like sometimes it's money, sometimes it's hobbies, sometimes it's things. Sometimes it's the desire to be liked, right? We want to be liked and popular, and um, that sometimes comes at a cost to our moral compass, right? Because people don't like you if you have a higher moral compass. They don't like it. They want to bring you to their moral compass, right? And so sometimes we, in order to be liked, have moral compass compromise, right? Our morals become less important. So when this man walked away sad, he retained some stuff and he forfeited others. So he retained 
When he walked away from Jesus, he retained all of his worldly riches, which he was able to enjoy as long as he lived on this earth. When he walked away from Jesus, he retained his sense of lacking something in his life. And this assured him that throughout his life, he would continually experience a feeling of spiritual emptiness. And when he walked away, he retained a sorrowful heart because no man can find true happiness apart from faith in Jesus. So those are the things that he got to retain. He got to hold on to that empty feeling. But at least he had money. It's all right. But here are the things he forfeited. He forfeited eternal life. That was what he was looking for, too. Like That was his legit, specific question. And he forfeited that. He forfeited a life of fulfillment. And he forfeited the opportunity to become one of Jesus' disciples. Jesus said, hey, give up all your stuff and you can come and follow me. So, I think the thing is, is that when we really come down to it, when we're coming to Jesus and we have these issues in our life, right? Like, sometimes he's going to ask us to give some stuff up, right? For real. Check yourself before you wreck yourself, right? For real, right? And that's what God asks us to give stuff up. And sometimes we feel like if we have to give those things up, our life won't be as good. But we neglect to see what we are actually giving up in the process of holding on to those things. And the reality is, I would like to do anything to have a closer walk with my Savior. Because he paid it all to me. So, I would ask you guys to, in your time this week, and maybe in the next couple weeks, as you're at home more, (laughs) that you would take time to come to Jesus. Because that's the thing. This guy, this guy, he's like so many of us, right? Like, he knows the rules, and he's already trying to follow them, right? We know the rules. We're already trying to follow them. But he's looking for the next step. What's the next step of faith? So, in your personal time of prayers and devotional this week, I challenge you to ask Christ on if there's something more that you can give to him. Whether that's time or energy or if there's a sin in your life that you need to give up. I ask that you would really pray about it and listen because in my time on this earth I have learned that his way is way better than I ever thought it would be and I'm a hot mess (laughs) so (laughs) I don't need to follow my plans he's got better ones
for real, real. So with that, um, I am going to ask Bart to come up to lead our benediction. <laughs>